All right. So uh, this time, Ethan and I, looking at you, Ethan, are uh, <laughs> talking about the Jordan Greenhall episode. So yeah. So let's kick it off. Like, what what did you think? Well, I thought that it was two very like clear thinking people having a conversation. <laughs> Emphasis on like the the thinking part, mm. and then. And then it had a really nice arc because of the way that it opened up at the end. I don't know if opening up is the right metaphor, but, like, something happened where all of a sudden it was two, like, clearly thinking people, like, saying things to one another about the connection that they were feeling. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so it was, it was kind of a fun ride. It felt like a discovery. Yeah, that was definitely my favorite part of the conversation was, we. I think, the part you're referring to where we kind of just, like, dropped in. Yeah. to some kind of shared space. Yeah. And I think what, what what occurs to me is how different it was than the conversation with Melissa Michaels mm-hmm. in that way, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, Jordan Greenhall was sharing his perspective, but he was, like, willing to kind of go into some unknown territory with me. Yeah. Uh, and it changed, for me, the experience of having the conversation, certainly. And it sounds like, for you, also the experience of listening to it. Yeah. And and it, it was funny because it, still the connection that I could perceive as a listener was happening through kind of like mm. his crystalline thought forms that to me didn't, they didn't really sing out the way like going to a movie sings out of like a, like an emotional kind of arc, mm-hmm. but it, but it did have some kind of quality of like, <laughs> I don't know, like it almost sounded like, you know, philosophers saying like, I'm feeling something. I'm, I'm also feeling something mm. and and so it had this really interesting quality of like emotionality through the lens of like conceptualization hmm. and what did that I mean was that striking to you or what was what, what... yeah it, it it was um it was kind of comedic in a way <laughs> <laughs> say more I have no idea what you mean That's funny. I like it <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, I think that was by, like, the 45-minute mark. Right. You know, so, like, there had been a lot of <laughs> conceptual <laughs> ground covered. Yeah. And then it felt like, in one way, it was, like, these two kind of thought thought creators circling one another and then, like, finally connecting and being like, oh, I feel something. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was great. I mean, it, yeah. it was cool because... It, it it was it, it was comedic in the sense that it was a relief mm. and it and it was like a juxtaposition in that way you mean yeah yeah a juxtaposition of the still intact kind of like style of thinking mm-hmm. with with some gesture towards and you know mm-hmm. it, it fit into yeah, his his schema of right you know the three the three kind of directions in the sphere of yeah. what's it called again sovereignty the sphere yeah. of sovereignty so it was it was cool it felt like things things kind of like shrank down to that moment where you two could like yeah. meet and then it was like yeah <laughs> like some, you were like hitting on something and then and then I also loved how like very soon after he was like and you know to be honest I'm, I'm really tired right <laughs> yeah. now <laughs> yeah me too I really appreciated how just like he was just like called it like that yeah I was as as the person, I was like, great, thank you for being clear. Yeah, 
But yeah, that did feel like a kind of culmination moment yeah. for the conversation as a whole. Yeah. And it definitely brought up for me... I mean, one is that I know that Jordan Greenhall... I don't know if he said it in, in the conversation we had, but he certainly said it in other conversations where he's like, you know, I'm a very conceptual person. I'm learning how to be like human. Yeah. Or like how to relate yeah. emotionally, right? And it was interesting. You know, I've had that story about myself, for instance... It was interesting the way in which we used concepts to like enter into a different kind of almost embodied space. Like I could feel the quality of the conversation change, like really dramatically. Like we both did. We both named it, right? Yeah. And I don't know. There's something interesting about that. Like people don't, I think, typically think of concepts being a way into that in that way. Yeah, or it, yeah. I don't know. Something something's interesting there. Yeah. It makes me want to, like, go back and, you know, I guess I, this is, like, a recurring theme for me, but it, it makes me curious about his training and, like, mm-hmm. where he's coming from. Right. And by the same token, that conversation had me thinking about your training and where you're coming from because there was there was kind of, like, a thrust to your questions mm-hmm. that was giving him, like, tons of space to do his thing, but then also at a certain point... Um, giving him an opportunity to do something that he admittedly is kind of like new at or, or kind of like recently kind of endeavoring to practice. Yeah. So it was cool because it, it made me think like, oh, two very kind of like brainy, wordy, and then also two people who have some kind of shared desire to like, you know, incorporate that into like a more like a well-rounded I mean well-rounded is funny in this context but like a like a spherical right yeah yeah right yeah yeah and being able to cut through concepts if doing so facilitates a bigger movement or something you know um I mean yeah exactly the conversation itself was about you know in some ways like kind of what what it means to be out of balance as a human being and how to reestablish that balance or even conceive of what balance might look like, right? Yeah. And it was interesting that, like, you know, two brainy people meeting, right, and, and kind of going way off in that one side, sort of, like, yeah. really pushing that, but then kind of reestablishing something else almost as a kind of corrective, it felt like, for yeah. me in the conversation. Like you said, it was a yeah. kind of relief... Yeah. Like I felt that too. Almost like it, it it made all the concepts worthwhile. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Was the feeling in the moment uh or 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 worth it sort of and yeah, so there, it was interesting. I think there's a, a way in which we were doing what we were talking about in the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. And then you thanked him for being willing to be I don't know if you use the word vulnerable, but Mm-hmm. But for for being willing to, I, I think you said a lot of people who go on podcasts aren't willing to do whatever it is that we're doing in this moment. Yeah. So that had me wondering about something we were talking about last time about like expert conversations versus non-expert conversations. Mm-hmm. Because 
this was an expert conversation and a conversation with an expert, even though I'm not totally sure like what he's an expert in. <laughs> I was like, okay, it sounds convincing, but like, what? Who is this guy? Yeah, right, right. Um, but, but yeah, I guess I've been thinking more about that question because like what he said about the sphere of sovereignty having to get really small if you're going to actually like collaborate with people mm. made me think about all of the kind of expert knowledge that is out there that actually kind of needs to get reduced in order for for experts with quotes around it to connect with non-experts which is mm. most people in in most domains what, what do you is mean that, by, by by their sovereignty needs to get reduced well the way he's talking about like if you're going to he uses phrases like beginner's mind mm. and um maybe some other phrase too but but you know if if your sovereignty as an individual is really big let's say yeah. but then you're looking to collaborate uh-huh. with somebody whose sovereignty isn't as big as yours or mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the right sure. but that there's going to have to be some reduction of your sovereignty in order to like meet and actually mm-hmm. connect with somebody else. Yeah. And and maybe even two people with huge amounts of sovereignty have to kind of like adjust. Yeah, yeah. especially if they're coming from like different domains of experience or different cultures. Interesting. Yeah, right. Because it, everything got so simple when like there were there was all this space in your conversation when when both of you got there. Mhm. And it it had me think I mean he mentions parenting but it had me thinking about like yeah, when when you're like in the job that I do, when I'm with a kid, mm-hmm. with like a pre-verbal mm-hmm. infant, mm-hmm. there's like a huge amount of slowing down and kind of mm-hmm. meeting that has to take place. Mm-hmm. And usually if experts are spinning out like all this hard-won knowledge, it doesn't leave right. a lot of room for people who aren't at that level to right. like actually engage and connect. Right, it's kind of a one-way style of communication yeah. in a sense. I mean, yeah. like even in, a, in, a, in an expert interview, like when I've done them before and somebody's really in the role of expert, like dispensing knowledge, it's like yeah. I don't actually need to be there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Whereas in this other mode... If you want to collaborate, if you want to think together about anything, really, I think you're right. You have to like be willing to meet the other person, which, yeah, it's it's more vulnerable. And I think that that it's also more unknown and risky because, I mean, risky generally because it's unknown, but also specifically in the context of like media, because you might say something that you get made a, a martyr over. Yeah. And that's very easy. Yeah in our world today I think yeah. that that might be underlying some of what reservations people have um, mm. and yeah it's 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 interesting like being willing to to meet each other in the context of a, a recorded conversation and, and like that's I think what we're attempting to do like right now yeah. around a topic um, uh, the other thing that brings to mind again is this relationship between concepts and meeting mm. right like I think often those are set up as oppositional and even in the context of like expert interview mm-hmm. versus like meeting conversation mm-hmm. like I think it's, even after like this Jordan Greenhall episode I'm more interested in like fluidly moving in and out 
mm. of those. Like there's something that because they they kind of they they can feed off of each other. It seems mm. like the the space that Jordan and I created, I think, was more rich because of the legwork of conceptual mm. meeting, kind of we might say that we'd done before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, it just um, makes me want to ask you about how you imagine that might go with other people that you interview. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's something I've been thinking about a lot. I actually just recorded an interview with, um, do you know Darren Silver? No. He's this he's a, a wonderful human being. Lives up at Star House, which for those of you listening is a retreat center kind of in the mountains near Boulder. Um, I met him when I was living at the monastery I was living at. He came and and ran everybody through a vision quest hmm. for four days. So he kind hmm. of like took me out up on the hill, as he calls it. But in any case, he's here in Boulder, and I just interviewed him in person. Hmm. Um, and it was, and and I wanted to interview him because I had rapport, so I knew that we could meet, hmm. right? I also noticed that when I'm in person, I'm much more like we're much more likely to meet. Yeah. Right in the way that we're talking about, yeah, and so we had this really. I mean, I'm excited to listen to it again, but this beautiful conversation where, like, yeah, he was being interviewed, but like we were both there, yeah, in a really honestly, I think, sacred way, huh. right? Like, for me, like, conversations like that are sacred because we're going somewhere we haven't gone before. There's like, there's a, a, a kind of, yeah, yeah, abundant sort of, yeah, anyway, it's sacred to me. Uh, and for me right now, at least the way I think of this project of of this podcast, like I'm, I'm going to attempt to do way more conversations like that. Mm. Um, maybe sometimes I'll do expert interviews, but like where it's just that, but I mean, if, if it's like an unknown expert who's never shared their voice, that's one thing. But like, if you're an expert and you're known to be an expert, like go search for that expert and listen to them or read them or whatever. Right. right? Like, Yeah, so that's kind of where I'm orienting to it. It's like more cool. of those kinds of conversations. Cool. Yeah, I've I've thought about the name emerge of the podcast and about how when he was talking about like a third thing that's neither one person or the other, but some kind of like meeting of their openness. Yeah. It it gave me a sense of like oh maybe that's the direction that Daniel's actually going. With this. I'm, I, it makes me feel pleasant vibrations all over my body to hear <laughs> you say that because that is the deep intention is that there's some kind of discovery that's beyond my vision of this project and it's beyond you know this expert's perspective that we're sort of unable to ever grasp but that we're kind of yeah, gesturing towards. Yeah, gesturing towards or, or manifesting or representing for moments. Mm. And I think, you know, to, from my perspective, there's anything that's going to really, or one leverage point for changing the world that I think is really important is, is accessing that kind of quality of emergence. Mm. You know, that kind of quality of being in a liminal, don't know space, and then then something more comes and mm-hmm. you know my experience is that often that something more is super wise mm-hmm. and like appropriate mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. cool it makes me look forward to the conversation with darren yeah darren silver yeah cool yeah great well let's talk after that one right on thank you ethan
Yeah, bye.